Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. And as such, Tom Brady is my number one performance of the week. And I also, by the way, said that I was more confident in this one than the Chiefs-Falcons because I was confident that the Falcons would force a weirdly competitive game and would at least cover the spread, and that game was in fact weird and in fact competitive, and like a lot of Falcons games, should have been won by them, but was ultimately choked away like so many others. A uh, real shocker there. But dialing back to the Brady-led Bucks against the Lions here, this was a, a drubbing from belt to belt. Tommy threw for 348, four touchdowns, 12.9 yards per attempt, second only to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who had a much sa- smaller sampler size. We're going to talk about him in a second. But this turnaround for the Bucks offense in the last three games is not just because the Lions stink. Like, I get that. Kyle right away, like, flagged to me, like, I watched this game and it looked like the Lions weren't trying, and I don't disagree with him. But I, I think it's a credit to the Tampa Bay coaching staff, and it comes down to some philosophical shifts on three things. Uh, number one, I think they have more quick game answers for pressure packages. Number two, a higher frequency of passing on first down. And number three, more play action, which is like a panacea for any struggling passing game because these days, well, I mean, well, okay, maybe excluding guys like Big Ben, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz. But regardless, in the last three weeks, the Bucks have used play action at a 10% higher clip than they were before. So that's step one. Step two is fixing their early down issues, mainly first downs. And one of the big frustrations with the Bucks was their old school approach to balance on first down. They were running on over half of their first down snaps with the third worst rushing success rate. So they're just pounding it against the wall and they continue to do it week after week after week. Until they hit the bye. They took stock of things. They turned things around. Now they're among the league leaders in pass rate on first downs in that span. And their EPA per play is second in that span. So step three, answers to pressure packages. I don't know why it took this long, but Brady's been checking into some things that he sees when when he, when he sees blitz that they just didn't have in the offense before the bye. And as such, they've hit some explosive on things like tunnel screens. They get the ball out quick really exploit the numbers advantage on the perimeter when teams are bringing heat. So this is less about one performance against the bad lines team that has now allowed 40 plus points for the fourth time this season, uh, being led by Corey Unlin for whatever reason. I don't know why they hired him, former Eagles defensive backs coach that never developed anybody there. I'm not mad about it. Uh, this is more about a <laughs> philosophical shift in the Tampa Bay Bucks approach to offense and the passing attack that has been going on since the bye. And, and Kyle, I know I have been extremely frustrated trying to figure out this team you have been extremely frustrated trying to figure out this team but now they are riding a three-game win streak with an offense that is humming granted there's some competition issues there with the defense but overall I think they're they're mentally in the right spot and they're and they're coaching the right way they've clinched a playoff spot 
Kyle, are you with me? Is it time to get back on the Bucks pirate ship? Because to me, it looks like they found their mojo. We're getting closer. That's for sure. And talent is never the issue. And talent will never be the issue for Tampa Bay. It's just execution. I think your second and third points were the big ones here. So uh, play action, huge. First down play action, especially, is what they really killed the Lions on. So they're running. They love to run these vertical, this vertical passing game. And essentially, there was one touchdown to Gronk where Tom's just playing with a free safety. I just felt so bad for that dude because he just <laughs> did not have a chance. But the checkdowns to the running backs were not there the first half. Like they just weren't there at all. And you mentioned the tunnel screens, and they didn't really break this game, but that's an option. So Godwin, uh, AB, like those are guys you want to get the ball out to when they're blitzing. So because it's going to be one on one, but I think it really goes back to being as simple as being able to check the ball down to four nets. So instead of a sack, you have a gain of four or five. And those are plays that keep you ahead of the chains and keep Tom Brady on schedule so they can continue to run the ball, which they had success running the ball against the Lions. I don't I don't think that they've been a very good running team all season, but obviously the play action kind of helps soften the secondary. So, I mean, all around, I do think they're just performing better, obviously, but they, they have an idea of what they want to be. And as you get to the playoffs, that's what you want to do. And I don't think we could say that about them you know, a month or so ago. Yeah. And Kyle, I'm interested in your thoughts on this too, because you have kind of a coach's mentality when it comes to play action in general. Uh, some people think, and I hear, we hear it from coaches all the time. We want to establish the run to set up play action. I think that's what the, the Bucks were trying to do. So they were trying to establish the run. They were failing at it. And then they weren't using play action as much because they weren't, well, we didn't establish the run. We didn't have a certain threshold. We didn't have five yards per carry on 15 or 20 carries. So we really couldn't do it. Like I, I've always found like, when is the run truly established? But Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.